Welcome to From the Medium, a daily report from the front line of the pro-life movement, discussing two worldviews that are driving our culture in opposite directions. From the Median asks, which side of the road are you on? What direction do you want our culture to go? Tune in as we plan the route that takes us back to the culture of life. And now your host, Molly Smith. Welcome back. I am Molly Smith, your host. I want to remind you all that our program is available for download. You can do so by going to our website from themedian.org. Listeners, as always, wonderful to have you with us. Thank you so much for joining us. I am being joined right now by one of our convention presenters, our Bringing America Back to Life convention, which is going to take place on March the 8th and the 9th at the Embassy Suites in Independence here in Ohio, in beautiful Ohio. So no matter where you're listening to this, if you're listening in West Virginia or in Detroit or wherever – the program goes all over. We, I know we have listeners up in Canada as well. So just remember that we've got our beautiful convention coming up very, very soon. And go to the website, bringingamericabacktolife.org to get all the details. Register. We regularly sell out of tickets, so don't be disappointed. But first, the most important thing is we've got these amazing speakers who come and talk and present stories and 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 experiences and sort of just give wisdom and hope to all of us in in the pro-life pro-family pro-christian world and today we have mark hauk with us mark hauk is i don't think he actually needs any introduction mark and his family became very well known throughout the whole world pretty well in september of 22 mark and his wife and his seven young children had their house invaded by the FBI for doing something that was absolutely was falsely charged with felony violations and faced 11 years in federal prison, $350,000 in fines on top of that for sidewalk counseling and for defending his 12-year-old son from an aggressive abortion escort. Mark was acquitted on all charges on January the 30th, 2023, which is such a good news. And we, we are welcoming him right now. He's joining us right now to tell us a little bit about his story as well as give us an idea as to what he will be presenting presenting at the convention. Mark, it's so great to have you with us. Thank you. Oh, good to be back, Molly. Thanks for having me again. Not at all. It's going to be great to have you here. And I know you're probably going to be surrounded by people because as you have probably already witnessed, you really are a hero considering what you had to put up with, with regards to the FBI invasion of your home. Just the fact that you are, that you do this, you've done it for years. You you are a witness, you witness outside of abortion facilities. Not only that, you take your children with you. This is an amazing thing. Tell us, how did you first, the first thing I want to know about you, how did you get into this? How did you get into this, to this kind of witnessing and praying and and helping women? Yeah. Well, thanks be to God to a great woman. Uh, My mother uh, really challenged me to take a deep look at abortion and what it was as a young man. And uh, I really was resistant to that initially, but uh, once she she insisted as my mother. I trusted her goodness and wisdom. And once I saw the, the picture of an aborted child, I, I, I could not turn back. And, and I think for many of us, that, that has been part of our conversion to the pro-life fight. Uh, and, and for me, it was. It was one of those things where once you see evil, uh, you can no longer uh, turn your back to it. In fact, your silence in the presence of evil, ultimately what will be what will convict you uh, in, in, on your judgment. So I had to live with that reality. And I said, no, I can. I have to stand up. I have to get involved. I have to do what I can. 
And so that's how it began over 20 years ago. Wow. Wow. And now you have your children involved in this as well. Your wife is obviously there. She stands beside you in all of this. The, the video, you know, the, the video that hit the world, um, of you being arrested and, you know, all the things that happened there was just like, whoa, unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable to see our beautiful American government just be, you know, sort of fall like that uh, and do something like that to a family was, was, was an eye opener. But you, you, were so, you and your family were so, um, such a, such a witness to who we are as Christians, you know, Mark, I think this is a big thing. And I want to talk a little bit about that. What part did that play in, in all of your trials and tribulations that you've gone through in the last two years? Oh, it was everything. I, it was my anchor, right? You couldn't, you couldn't enter into that space without, uh, faith. Otherwise, you would despair. Mm-hmm. And so for me, uh, my faith was what helped me to get through the initial uh, shock and, and trauma, as well as with my family. Uh, and, and there was peace. There was great peace, knowing that Jesus told us that if they persecuted me, they'll persecute you. And so I know I was being persecuted for a righteous cause. And so I anchored myself on those truths and uh, embraced truly the cross for myself, saw it as a gift from God, and I tried to lead my family in such ways. Like, the young children did not really understand that, but they trusted their parents, and, and the older children recognized that there was blessings and graces to be had in the midst of the suffering, which was very intense at times. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, so was the Garden of Gethsemane, right? Very, mm-hmm. very intense emotionally. So um, you know, that's exactly how we approached it. And even to this day, you know, there's, post, there's post-traumatic suffering. So uh, we, can till, we, we continue to uh, still embrace that. Mark, you, you were a football coach, um, and and yet you know with with that sort of I don't know what else to say but sort of like this macho uh, approach to life you've still been able to 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 see God in everything you have built um, and you are the founder and president of of an, an amazing thing called the King's Men can you tell us a little bit about your ministry there it was uh, uh, really a, it grew out of the pro life movement because I saw a failure of male leadership. In the pro-life movement, there were some great leaders, uh, but I saw a tremendous lack of men uh, standing up for these uh, babies and moms and, and, and other men in crisis. So it really grew out and emerged from the pro-life movement. And uh, we start, launched that in 04, and we decided to just raise up men through our our efforts and, and small men's groups that have since become uh, you know, all over the country or have, have broke, have gone even into Europe, um, through our, our small efforts. And, and essentially, uh, it evolved into an outreach that, uh, fought, took on the multi-trillion dollar porn industry and, uh, developed a retreat program that helped men and, and even women, uh, deal with the healing and the wounds of the culture. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's, that's a little bit about the ministry. Wow. Wow. And, and of course, go, you- Folks, I will put that website up on the web, on our website. I put, I put the connection to that on, from the median with, together with, when we post up Mark's interview now. One of the other things that I think I'd love to talk about here is the fact that, um, you were acquitted. You were absolutely acquitted, but you've, you've 
taken a little while to think this through, Mark. It's just been um, revealed that you are actually going to file a lawsuit. Who are you filing the lawsuit against and what is it going to be? Well, sure. Thanks. Um, so we already filed our initial complaint in November 2023, and then the government has six months to reply. Now, that that lawsuit, that complaint, rather, is uh, going against the DOJ and the weaponization of the government uh, for prosecutorial misconduct, essentially gross negligence and collusion on the part of the federal government uh, with the local authorities and how my Fourth Amendment rights were violated uh, through the raid. And then ultimately, we will refile a lawsuit uh, in April for uh, punitive damages, which would be to a jury trial to punish the government for, for these actions against American citizens. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. And, and, and praise God that you're doing this, because I think there has to be some repercussions for this out-of-control Department of Justice and the FBI right now. It is, it is absolutely. One of my dear friends from um, who is with our Personhood Alliance group, um, Paul Vaughan, has just been charged and, and, and convicted. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this is, it's not going away. It's there. So I'm, I'm so, I'm, I, when I saw, you know, when I knew that you were going to be filing this, it's like, thank you, thank you, thank you, Mark, for not only, I mean, you've gone through a lot already, but you're saying, no, we're not going to just sit back and let this happen, which I am so grateful to you for. Tell us a little bit about Mark. What are you going to be talking about? You know, obviously, people are all in a little, right now, pro-lifers are in a little bit of shock uh, several on, on several different levels. Um, but we've invited you to come to our Bringing America Back to Life convention, which um is is sort of it's to pave to 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 pave the way to to back to life so prayer action voting and education we try to hit all of those those four points basic points um and i think what you are doing it's all four of those what will your and, and i don't want you to give away the you know don't give away the farm i just want you to give me a sort of an, a synopsis of what will you be focusing on at the convention Sure. Well, it's a wonderful mission, and and yes, it's it's core to our uh, our mission now. Um, so we continue to do the work that we just briefly talked about, but we've expanded our mission to to really be um, a voice for the Constitution, a voice for the First Amendment, a voice for all our rights under God uh, that the Constitution bolsters. So we're really going to be talking about that courage of those the american revolutionaries but but really the courage that people need the holy boldness that they need to um stand up for what's right and so it's essentially first century christians that we're drawing on for inspiration in the 21st century so that's that's kind of the theme of the talk and it'll build off the story and and we'll be able to share you know a little bit about how you know god's grace has has been with us there as we've took on these these, uh, you know, uh, giants, if you will. It's a David and Goliath, Goliath story for sure. Uh, that'll be essentially at the core of what we're talking about. Absolutely. You know, and I think, I, I mean, I, it, it's an amazing thing to see what's happening around the country and, in fact, around the world in the attack on people who stand up for the rights of the unborn. Um, you know, you're, across Europe, England is just pretty well gone. It' unbelievable what's happening in England. Um, then, you know, I have family in Australia. We see what's happening in Australia. That's the same type type of bullying tactics against pro-lifers. Anything that's to do with 
um, protecting human life in the womb is under attack right now. And I can only say, Mark, and I, you know, you've seen it up close and personal, much, much closer than I have, but there is a demonic influence right now, I feel. Oh, indeed. Look, the powers and principalities of this world, the, the, the rulers of this present darkness, as St. Paul said, you know, will not prevail against us. But yet they are here and they are now and they're present and they're fully engaged. They don't sleep. Um, they have every desire to take us down. And, and so this is their mission. Our job is to stay faithful. When I think of, um, you know, the early church and, um, you know, some of the, the vision of the, of the early church was that the, at the, in the end times, that those that would be standing up against evil will shine brighter than any other saints throughout time. Why? Because we are confronting the accuser. We are in the end times here and we are confronting these powers and principalities and we will defeat them. Mm -hmm. And, and so that's, that elevates us in a, to a degree. And, uh, and this, this vision that, 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 uh, that many of the early saints had, um, is, is something we should hold on to that God will give us the grace. He will not abandon us. And yet, although it may seem dark and sometimes it seems where it's darkest that, you know, we know the greatest light appears. And so we have to stay faithful in the midst of that darkness, uh, even though we don't know what the outcome will be, even though I didn't know what was going to happen to me and that I would probably be in prison like Paul and his, his uh, fellow, uh, you know, pro-lifers mm -hmm. are, are facing even though I, I knew that would probably happen to me, that I knew that it would be victorious as we would be victorious, not in worldly understanding, but in the eternal realm. And so we must hold on to that despite the, the persecution that, that this is a good thing yeah. that for saints are being raised up at this time. And I hope that, the, you know, those that come out to the convention, the conference will, will really be inspired by that. Absolutely. And I think, and I know they will be because, you know, what we are doing is we, we, you know, we always say that the theme of our, of our conference and our convention, bringing America back to life is to encourage the choir, to teach the choir to sing. And I think, you know, uh, witnesses like yours are is definitely doing that it's saying don't be afraid stand up for what's right do the right thing and i you know i've been sort of on on the sidelines watching what's happening and sort of some of the discussions with uh, you know with with the, with the six in in tennessee and it's been phenomenal i'm sure i'm sure mark that you had the same experience the prayer the the deep dive into into biblical uh, you know truths has been I've never seen it. I've never seen it like it is right now. And so this for me is very encouraging as much as, you know, as obviously as despairful it can be at times, you can be filled with despair and say, Oh, why, why? But then you see these amazing people who have, are doing what you did and what you are doing is just dig deep and it's there. God is there with you every single step of the way. So it's amazing. Not only that, you, as if you haven't had enough in the last couple of years, but now you're going to be running for Congress. Tell us about that. Oh, I think this is so exciting. Well, this is, this is a response to the, to, to all of it, right? And it was through prayer and, 
um, you know, just asking God his, what his will is for my life, knowing full well that I was in his will when I sat chained to a table for six hours, that I was in God's will. I had no desire to run for politics. I had no desire to ever do anything like this. And uh, yet many people were coming forward and, and God uses people to be his voice to us at times. And while I ignored it for the first three months, after about three months of requests, I finally said, well, maybe someone's trying to get my attention here. It took me another three months to even begin to even pray on it. My wife and I took it to serious prayer in July, and we we believe that the Lord is asking this of us. And so we step out in faith. And yes, we spent a year in hell with with the trial and the and the persecution, and now we want to somehow go back to hell in Washington <laughs> D.C. So, so God has a sense of humor, yet you know we can be a champion for life and a crusader in in that regard. And yet we don't know the outcome. Uh, we trust that He's calling us to this, and you know we'll see how everything goes. Now I'll tell you one thing: the the primary is April twenty third, where I am. I'm primarying the incumbent, who uh, is a former FBI agent, as God would have it, and um, it's on the feast of of Saint George, the Dragon Slayer. That's when the primary. Wow. Look at that. Oh, my goodness gracious me. That is amazing. God does definitely have a sense of humor. You know, (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing. And, you know, I I see that the the person that you're you're, um, primarying is he is a republic, a a Republican. Um, Yeah. But uh, but sided with the Democrats on a whole bunch of really wacko social issues. So 100 yeah, no, he, he he voted in 2018 to give $500 million to Planned Parenthood. So sadly, you know, he doesn't vote like a Republican. He doesn't even vote like an American citizen, it, it seems at times, because he, he wants our rights taken away from us, our freedoms. So, um, yes, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but uh, truly that's the case. Yeah. It's time time for him to leave absolutely and, uh, absolutely and i think i think what, this is one of the things that i see coming out of this you know i, I was taught we were talking earlier about the tennessee six that have been charged uh that have sure. been uh, um, actually they not only just charged they've been convicted but the one of the things that kept coming out of this was was um one of the uh, one of the six is was already serving pre- at uh, pr- prison time for something she did in in uh, Washington D.C. Um, and that's a whole other story. But the stories about you know what is happening in prison with her and the amount of outreach that she's that she's doing with with regards to Bible studies for the women in the prison and the you know the 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 ability to take God's word word and just through your life through your through your actions. Um, Show what God looks like, you know, to show exactly what Jesus always said, you know, through it, we will be known through our actions. And I see this, Mark, and I'm thinking, Oh my goodness gracious me. This is amazing. Absolutely amazing to see these things that, that are really evil. They're demonic. They really are demonic, but God always wins it at the end. So I, I, I'm, I hope he never calls on me to do it because I just, I look at you and I go, Oh my goodness. I don't know how you stayed sane. And, you know, <laughs> and your whole family, God bless you all. You know, your whole family been involved in this. So this is going to be phenomenal. I, I'm so excited to have you come to Cleveland. And I, I know, you know, I, I, I want you to just sort of, as we finish off, but I just do, do want to give people the information again. Um, it's, it's the, the, the convention is bringing America back to life. Con, uh, bringingamericabacktolife.org is the website. And of course, if you go to any of our websites, you, you can get onto that, to, onto the convention website as well. But go and check out the program because you will find that there is an amazing slew of, of, of 
a very, very wonderful people coming in to talk at the convention. It's a sort of like once in a lifetime, uh, experience that you'll have if you've never been before. And if you have been before, you're coming back because of the incredible experience that you have at the convention. We hear every single, this is going to be our 15th year, Mark. And every yeah. single year, we hear this from, from our participants over and over again, at least for the first, for the, the next three months afterwards. That was like a retreat. It was like a pro-life retreat. It was so amazing. Because not only do we just do we have wonderful speakers like you, but there's there's interaction with all kinds of pro life, pro family, um, you know, conservative social social conservative groups there that that are just through our booths and everything. So if anybody out there is listening and you want to get a, uh, we actually we are we're sold out of booths at this point, so there's no more booths left. But just go check out the people that we that are on the sponsorship page, support them. They help us to get there. This is it's amazing to see all of this stuff happening. But you know, I wanted to ask you before we go. When you look at America right now, what do you see? Well, that's a great question, and 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 it's a it's one that you need to ponder, right? Yep. Because we are we are the part of this story, which is the American uh, story of freedom, and 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 yet you know a lot of us have forgotten our roots, and a lot of us have forgotten what has ha- gone before us and the people, what they were willing to do. If you read, uh, you know, the Federalist Papers or you read these these people that, that were willing to put it all on the line, it was a sacred duty, a sacred honor for them to, to really die for their country, to give up all their freedoms, to leave their family, you know, to leave, hus- uh, to leave wife and children and, and to literally defend what they believed was true for them in this nation. And so I think all of us, what I see for America is I see people with this gut check moment where we're asking ourselves, uh, you know, uh, uh, am I, uh, can I count myself among those? Uh, you know, can I, can I do what they did? And, and we really have to step out. It's a stepping out in faith. You know, I'll close with this. You know, when, when St. Peter says that uh, the devil's prowling around like a roaring lion, that's not to be feared. What we need to fear is is the reality that we're not responding to the grace that God is giving us. The lion that is wounded roars, and, and that's what we need to know. A wounded lion always roars. And so when we hear a lion roaring, we know that a lion that roars catches no prey. And so we have nothing to fear from this lion, but we do have something to fear when we're laying idle and we're not doing anything, and we're allowing ourselves to be to stay wounded ourselves from our own choices that we've made in life. So we have to kind of just look to that uh, reality of our situation, which is that, yeah, we are, we may be wounded as a nation. We may be, you know, struggling to, to find our identity again, but it's truly there. 250 years, for the first time in 250 years, the government has been weaponized against its own people. We need to step up like those early fathers did and say, no more, not on my watch, mm-hmm. and trust that God's going to give us the grace to do it. And so it's a gut check moment is, yeah. is how I would answer yeah. that question. Yeah. And I think there's many patriots in this country that will, will say yes to that invitation. Absolutely. God bless you. Amen, 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 for sure. So we look so forward to seeing you here in Cleveland, Mark. God bless you. Travel safe. We'll, we'll see you in just over, you know, very, very shortly. So that's going to be wonderful. God bless you. And as I said, everybody, bringing America back to life.org. Mark will be speaking at the lunchtime 
he's going to be our speaker at lunchtime on Friday, which would be Friday, March the 8th. And you can, you can actually purchase lunch, but you don't have to purchase any meals. You can just come in and buy a speaker's pass and you can actually just come and watch him and listen to him as well. So thank you so much, Mark. God bless you lots. Thank you. Thank you, Molly. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you all for joining me this evening. As I say goodnight and God bless each and every one of you, I'd like to close with the words of the Holocaust survivor Elie Wiesel. There may be times when we are powerless to prevent injustice, but there must never be a time when we fail to protest. From the Median is listener supported. Visit our website, fromthemedian.org, for further information or to make a donation to continue to make this radio program possible. Email us, radionews at fromthemedian.org or call 440-668-4049. Through our fromthemedian.org website, you can download this or previous programs for your listening pleasure or sign up to receive our weekly preview of upcoming guest interviews. Tune in every weeknight at the same time to listen to another great interview on From the Median as we plan the route that takes us back to the culture of life. This program has been sponsored by Cleveland Right to Life and is responsible for its content.